great good day to you, my red-bottomed mandrills. This is the occasionally ebullient Matthew Sanborn-Smith and his under-hypened and over-ripened Beware the Hairy Mango coming at you from all sides, or at least two sides. So watch out. Of all the Sanborns in the world, I am the Sanborniest. Right into the literary goodies today as I have nothing more value for you. Although I'm sure many of you believe that the title of today's episode is a personal statement of fact, I tell you now that it happens to be the title of today's story. It is by sheer coincidence that they call me Mr. Stinky Pants. They call me Mr. Stinky Pants by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Sally always made too much for supper, and they were never in the mood for leftovers. Food piled up in the fridge and spilled out onto the floor. One morning, Bob moaned about his fraying cuffs. If we didn't spend so much money on food we don't eat, I could afford some new suits. That's when inspiration dropped from the ceiling and squatted on his head. Bob strutted into work that day in a suit made of steak, mashed potatoes, and broccoli. He seemed as pleased with his ingenuity as with all the attention he received. It was a hit, and the dogs loved him, and birds, and insects. He felt like Snow White walking home from work as all of God's creatures tore his clothes down to their constituent atoms. He arrived home naked. Sally hosed him off and found herself overcome by his pasty white body, all glistening in the late afternoon sunlight. They humped like dogs right there in the front yard. I should have thought of this years ago, Bob thought as he drove it home. At work the next day, Bob sported a stylish three-piece made from jumbo ravioli. Mr. Hamara approached Bob's desk. Bob, I'm afraid you'll have to stop wearing your food around the office. Why do you say that, Mr. Hamara? To be frank, Bob, you smell. Sir, climate control keeps the office at a crisp 42 degrees. That's nearly as good as my refrigerator. I didn't mean to imply that you stink of rancid food, Bob. The problem is you smell quite tasty. Well, Sally is a great cook, sir. Too great, I'd say. It's an incredible distraction for everyone in the building. Since you pulled your little stunt yesterday, production has been down .004%. We just can't have that. How about I work extra to make up the difference? The more you work, the more production will drop. You're just not doing the math here, Bob, which is a shame since you were hired on as head math guy. The smell is even affecting you. Lose the food suits, Bob. I can't! I won't! Bob ran screaming from the office like a madman. He had his hands waving in the air above his head and everything. Out on the street, Bob wandered aimlessly. Everything had been going so well. Why did that big stupid head, Mr. Hamara, have to spoil it all? Where else could he go? Who else needed a head math guy? No one, that's who else. He'd have to suck it up and go back there, in a suit made of frayed and neutral-smelling fabric. He headed home to change. On the way, a man stopped him on the street and asked, Mind if I take a bite of your pants, mister? Yes, I mind, Bob answered. What will God's creatures eat? What would you say to, uh, President Lincoln? The man asked, brandishing a crisp five. Bob looked around. A crowd of people had gathered, their wallets and purses at the ready, waiting on his decision. I'd say to hell with God's creatures, Mr. Lincoln. A roar went up, and his hands and mouth were stuffed with money as people of all walks of life ate Bob naked. Oh, wait, that doesn't sound right. Uh, as people of all walks of life ate Bob's suit until he was naked. Yes, he had done ravioli underwear as well. He hobbled home to Sally's waiting hose. Even with money taken out for the shots he'd need, he had more than a few bite marks on him, he had more cash than he'd get at his old job in two days. Honey, he said as they lay naked and wet in the front yard, I've decided to go into the catering business. 
this story made you want to eat some stranger's underwear, you can read it and other cunning yarns at my bloggerella, the1000.blogspot.com, or get saucy with me right here at bewarethehairymango.com. Let me know the score, the scene, the biz, the haps, the deal, the straight poop on the comments for this post, or me, 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 mail me, and sing to me of love at Matthew at bewarethehairymango.com. Give your wretched ears a special treat by listening to this show at sfsignal.com. You'll think it sounds exactly the same as it does at bewarethehairymango.com, but it doesn't, and your ears will know the difference. sfsignal.com is the word, is the word that you heard. It's got groove, it's got meaning. Twitter all over my face, but bring a rag in my dignity if you find it lying around somewhere at Up With Gravity. Swallow the orange RSS pill and subscribe, and we'll be down with each other or never to come up again. Or subscribe through iTunes like the hipsters do, and give me a bunch of stars or a bunch of apples or whatever the hell it is they give bunches of over there and tell people you don't know how devoted you are to another person you don't know and how they should be too. Hit the donate button. That's all you have to do. You don't even have to give me any damn money. Just hit that button and get yourself into the habit. Poke the hell out of that thing. Make my donate button your bitch. This podcast dribbles merrily from the overactive pituitary gland of a creative commons something, 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 something. Uh, let's see. Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 3.0 Imported License. This is the quite destructible and unreconstructible Matthew Sanborn Stinky Pants urging you to leave your moneymaker alone and shake mine for a change. Woo! Look at a jiggle. Good night.